0: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This world <clears throat> is full of oppositions. And we are constantly in situations where we have opinions. And we run into people who have different opinions than we have. This creates a situation where one person opposes another and difficulties arise from these oppositions. Anytime you get two or more people together, these things happen. Uh, in the West we've formalized this, we call it politics. Uh, it's a nice way to say people are vying for control, vying for supremacy. And it occurs on the smallest level to the highest level. It occurs between two, between three, between five, between millions. And as the groups get larger than two, it's no longer an ideology of one versus an ideology of, other, of another. It groups form around the ones that, for some reason, uh, somehow fulfill the needs that they have. Now, the Sufis are known not to be opposers to things. They somehow slide through without getting involved in real opposition. How do they do this? And how can we do this in our own lives so that all the trauma all the anxiety, all of the difficulty of opposition and conflict that comes from opposition somehow removed from us. Because imagine if we could remove all of the conflict from our being, if we could remove all of the opposition from our being, if we could remove all of that trauma that comes from that. How do we do it? Everyone talks about love, but love is truly misunderstood. Bowie used to say romantic love was a creation of the 12th century Italians. Mm-hmm. Now, romantic love is one kind of love, but people love many things. They love their country Uh, They love their language. They love their society. They love their caste. They love their wife. They love their horse They love their car. They love their dog Love is all over the place However, this kind of love is a lot like magnetism a Magnet draws things to it or pushes things away from it when we want something We're made up of the elements, just like the rest of the world. So when we want to draw things to us, we love them. We want them to somehow be attached to us. We want to be identified with them. We love them. What do we really mean? Somehow, our elemental self is connected with that in an elemental way and we want these elements to be attracted to each other, and we call that love. Allah is not elemental. Allah is not made up of the elements. Allah is without element. He is without form. Now, imagine a love that's not elemental. A love that's not magnetic that doesn't draw things, a love that infiltrates things in such a way that it brings mercy and compassion to that which it infiltrates. And it infiltrates without opposition. Because it's not elemental, that doesn't happen. There's no conflict. The non-elemental isn't in conflict with the elemental because the elemental doesn't even know it's there. The elemental can't even recognize it. The elemental can't see it. The elemental can't understand it. And the people who live in the world of the elements don't know what's happening. They become confused. (laughs) And something is altered and they don't know why. Because something non-elemental is working on their elements. Now, we need to recognize the elemental portions of our love, so-called love, and the non-elemental portions of what we call love. Can we attune ourselves to this non-elemental love? This... Is God's quality. This is Allah's quality. This is the quality that we need to strive for. This is the understanding that we need to strive for. And when this non-elemental love, this non-magnetic love, this non-grasping love, this non-pulling love, this non-pushing love, this non- expectation love comes into play, amazing things begin to happen. Not just to the ones around us, but to ourself. And the point is, until we can do these things to ourself, we can't be of much use to anybody else either. But when we understand the difference between what I'm calling elemental love and Allah's love, this non-elemental love, this love that isn't attached to the world, that isn't attached to illusion, that works from mercy and from compassion, when that happens, then the world begins to change. Because there's a power in this love that can't be seen, but is incredibly powerful. Bawa's emanations from his bed in that little house on 5820 Overbrook Avenue reached throughout this country and changed things in this country that we're not even aware of. But his presence did those kinds of things. The Sufis in Morocco are causing an entire change in the way religion is looked at in that country. And a king has proclaimed that this non-elemental love, this Allah's love understanding is going to be the underpinning of his country. Shouldn't we each of us proclaim that it's going to be the underpinning of our life? Shouldn't each, each of us complain that it's going to be the underpinning of the way we are and who we are? To do that, we have to really watch ourselves. We have to create the witness within us that knows what is the actuality of our actions. An honest witness, a true witness, a witness with knowledge, a witness with wisdom, and a witness that knows the difference between right and wrong. And when it sees that our actions, our inappropriate says, "Stop. I got you. I see what's going on. And we have to respond to that witness.. We have to respond to that witness in a respectful, adherent way. That witness becomes our conscience and that witness is the teacher within. That witness, if it's developed enough, and when I say developed enough, I mean we get out of the way enough, that witness can be that elemental love, that non-elemental love itself. And that non-elemental love knows what's right or wrong, because it's gotten to the point where the knowledge and the wisdom and all of the understanding is incorporated. So it does the right thing automatically because it's no longer attached to the world, it's attached to Allah. Allah doesn't need to think things through. And we also need to get to the point where we don't need to think things through. When I started wrestling, I used to have to think through what the next step would be and how I would move and how I would counteract and how I would react. Then it got to the point where I just knew I didn't have to think. We have to develop a love that knows, that doesn't require thought. And we have to develop that witness conscience that watches and says, yes, 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 yes. yes 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 when things are appropriate and says no when things are not appropriate and it has to it has to be steady that way it has to be consistent that way this work is supported by allah so when you begin it you will be helped for every step you take towards Him, He'll take 10 steps towards you. This work is sanctified. This work is blessed work. May Allah help each of us begin this work, take us on this path, and understand what this true love is about. May it come into each All of right. our lives. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Good right. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh um.